what I remember of Indonesia is the smell of charcoal and like stuff that's on the grill. Uh, that's like the first one, one of the first things when I think of Indonesian food grill. That's like what what. I like, I like the most. Today on Dirty Linen's summer series, we are going to Indonesia. We are chatting to Dion Sanusi from Melbourne restaurants Yoi and Katakita. Dion, you've been a guest on Dirty Linen previously, and it is a delight to welcome you back to the show. Hey, uh, thanks for having me again. Good to be back. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's really good to have you. And I mean, I said we're heading to Indonesia. I don't know what you're going to talk about when we ask you to talk about your favorite flavors, important meals in your life. But uh, yeah, what have you got for us? Um, so my favorite flavors of Indonesia is like, just like, well, the first is the aromatics, like, and like the, uh, the aromatics of every dish, like every Indonesian dish is like, has just like a like all the flavors is very strong. It's like it has a punch to it. All oh, it's like very sweet, salty, and it's just like um, uh, uh, sweet, salty, and like like full of umami. Um, so that's like the basis like of Indonesian food. There's a lot of like um, lemongrass, uh, garlic, eschalots. Uh, galangal and those kind of those kind of um, ingredients are like what showcases Indonesian food, and then yeah, so that's the first thing. The second thing is sambal. I think that's what Indonesia is like for Indonesian food. It's like the key item for every dish. Um, sambal is just like a pairing for. It could be for chicken, it could be for seafood, it could be for anything like it could be only for entrees. It's just like we love our chilies. Um, I think if it's not spicy, like for for a majority of Indonesia is like like um it's just it, it feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um and what else have you got? What's the third thing you want to talk about? And then we'll dive in. Um, I think the third thing that uh, the flavors is just like the like what I remember of Indonesia is grill like the smell of charcoal and like stuff that's on the grill. Just those like like uh, that's like the first one, one of the first things when I think of Indonesian food grill. So it could be like. We could chicken satay on the grill. It could be like a whole fish on the grill. So just like having that burnt kind of like burnt sweet skin on the a chicken uh, on the fish skin. It, that's like what what I, I like I like the most. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love the way that you've you've sort of danced around the like the elements of a dish like the proteins or whatever it is that makes up the body of a dish and you've given us this really cool series of I guess bases or augmentations or you know atmospheres around the food and I think that's so telling it tells such a story about Indonesian food so yeah you've got like this this base um, this base, like whether it's a marinade or it's a paste of some sort with those key flavours in it, yeah, that, that fragrant galangal and lemongrass and the sweet and the salt that all goes together to create this incredible 
flavor base. And then, yeah, the sambals, like when you, so often when you get an Indonesian dish, that's it's, um, you've got the main element, but then you've just got this incredible series of supporting characters, like a chorus of flavors that's around the dish that really brings it all to life and allows you to experience a dish in so many different ways. And then, yeah, you've got like the cooking method, the charcoal, which, um, is so enveloping and just really, I guess, allows the flavors to speak in a different way. I think that's, I'm so excited that you haven't actually (laughs) mentioned a dish as such, but it's just all these kind of building blocks. Uh, Yeah. So like if like for dish, um, three dishes, like, that I, I really like will be like uh, the ikan bakar, which is just from, from that's like one of the components. So from grilling, um, which is just a whole fish marinated with um, all the garlic, galangal, and all that turmeric. Um, it depends on which other like uh, which other sites of uh, Indonesia. Well, my preferred one is just from like. Bali, which is pretty, was very basic, but it's just um, what we love to eat. Um, so, and then it's on the grill, and it's just a simple sweet soy sauce, and then we just eat it with rice and like the fish. So that's one uh, one of my favorite dishes. The second will be um, also from Bali, which is babi guling, which is a like. Uh, um, in Bali, they usually cook it like the whole pig, and they'll rot- they'll have the whole pig get uh being rotisserie for like about five to eight hours under like um a bed of uh a bed of uh, coconut coconut skin. So they burn the coconut skins to, to create the fire. And then so that, that creates more, um, flavors into like, if into the, uh, pork. So, and then the process is just, it takes, uh, the process is very time consuming and it's very labor intensive as they don't have technology, uh, over there. They have like one, one person just wheeling the whole pig for like eight hours and then like marinating the, the pork like every, every few minutes with like coconut oil and all the, um, bases of internet, like all the, uh, marinades, like, um, that includes like kunyit. Kunyit is like turmeric, which makes the skin a bit yellow. Um, so, and then that's like one of the most staple food in Bali. We just eat it with rice, that pork, which is cut up with that crispy skin, um, with, um, a side of like lawar, which is like a Indonesian small salad, um, that, uh, is composed of, uh, snake beans, um, and like, so, uh, a sambal that's mixed with it. So that's the second, um, thing that I like the most. Uh, the third would be, um, third would be eating noodles on the street. <laughs> So, which is like, like, it's called, like, 
it's called bakmi. But uh, noodles is called bakmi, and then we say bakmi warung, which means like, uh, warung is like a tent on the street. It, it's like a tent on the street. <laughs> so it's like really, really street food where, uh, and it's usually open early in the morning. Um, like that's the best food that you can eat in the morning, like for breakfast, just noodles. <laughs> what do you like with your noodles? Um, so, um, so in different areas of Jakarta, there's different, uh, like types of noodles. So they could be just like with chicken. Um, it could be where if there's like a more Chinese influence, like there's like Chinese side of, uh, Jakarta where there's like, they've, they've pork in it. So like my favorite is just a mix of, because if the store has, uh, it's not halal, they have, uh, minced chicken and pork with it. And then that's like, I think this is the best combination. <laughs> yes. Sounds so good. I think it's really interesting. You mentioned halal because I know that Yoi is halal and therefore you don't serve pork there. You don't serve alcohol there, but Katakita on the other hand, is you know it's really the bubby gooling is a feature there and uh the cocktails are incredible um what what made you want to open another restaurant that's that serves a different different style of indonesian food um i think because we are very we are able to showcase okay um this is a food that is not halal and this is the more um base like basic what people think what Indonesian food is. But then there's another element where um, there's a lot of food that comes from, that has a Chinese influence in it because my family is more Chinese, Indonesia, Indonesian, like my grandma uh, migrated to, or my grandma, grandparents migrated to um, uh, Indonesia and lived in an island like south, uh, north, east of Jakarta called Blitung. So over there, like, then there's a mixture of, like, Chinese food, in, like, like, combined with Indonesian cuisine. So that's where, and that's what's happening a lot in, in, in Indonesia, where, like, there's a lot of Chinese influence on the food. So that's what I'm, I was like, okay, then that's what, like, it's still Indonesian food, but then there's no one that really showcases in, uh, not yet in Melbourne. And also then I thought, oh, but then there's not, uh, I couldn't showcase Balinese food in Yoi because it's, we have to keep it, uh, we have to, we want it halal. So that's what we thought, okay, let's just make another venue that showcases um, these other components that we can't do at Yoi. You, you know your grandparents so that migrated to the island. Is there a, is there a dish from the islands that you really like? I know that Ind- Indonesian food is so diverse. There's like hundreds of different cuisines, right? Yeah. So it's actually a dish at Karakira where it's called miblitu, which is um uh it it, it basically means uh, noodles from blitu. So it's like um a prawn noodle, like a prawn stock noodle. It's a very, like, um, that's, that's my grandma's recipe. Um, she, she taught me how to make it. So it's like a very thick, uh, gravy kind of 
noodle soup with like fried with like a lot of prawns with a lot of and then she cooks it with uh um beef also so then she combines a beef prawn stock so it's it's like something that we usually eat for um when we're in indonesia my grandma always makes it when there's like a special event or like or occasion that we're just gathering together as a big family or just friends and family for like about 50 people. And then she's just, she just makes all, all these noodles because she can just make it all at once. And then she can serve about 50 or hundred people. <laughs> so that's, and then I asked her like, Oh, how, like, um, I like, because she does it so easily. And I was like, do you usually do this back at Blitung? And she was like, Oh yeah, that's what happens. Uh, on a, like a weekly basis, like, or I like sometimes our family does it, or because Blitung, what she told me is Blitung is very is it is a small island, um, so everyone knows everyone, and the community is very strong. So when they gather, they they tend to like to eat this uh, noodle, and then when they migrate, when, and then a lot of people move to. Jakarta, because Jakarta is the the capital city, yeah. Um, not many people know how to make it. So then they're always like, all my grandma's friends and um, our friends, we don't, like, before I didn't even know what it is until, like, when I was about 15 or 16. And then we just started keeping it. Like, my grandma just makes it. Um, and then we come, we go to the family house. And, yeah, it's just like, it's just something that for me is just like having the menu there um, at Karakira is just a reminder that, oh, like that's like what we usually eat as a family, especially now during like the pandemic. <laughs> mm, yeah. Do you really miss, because I know you, usually you go back to Indonesia, you know, a few times a year, like it must be, it must be a really strange time not to be able to travel there. Yeah. We really like miss our family. Um Hopefully we can travel soon next year. <laughs> yeah, next year. I hope so too. Um, well, Dan, it's been amazing to just really, I really feel like I'm embedded in Indonesia. I can smell the charcoal and I mean, I can feel the lemongrass wafting around me. So thank you so much for sharing some of your favourite flavours with us today. Okay, thank you. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.